Yep. Welcome back to the Locked On Blues podcast. Your source of number one daily blues content, a part of the Locked On Network. I am your host, Joey Palazzola. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And today we have some uh, mailbag questions go over. I think we have two of them today that we selected. Yes. And uh, I think we're also going to be going through the gauntlet on Friday. Uh, Today we have me versus Tommy. Okay. I think, uh, Josh, how about you tell the the listeners how we got that matchup? Oh yeah, um, uh, I I, uh, I I felt bad about about never losing. So last <laughs> week, last week I, I let I let Joey kind of run away with things. A stomping. Um, I think it was like six to two, maybe six to three, something like that. I don't know, but uh, I figured we have to uh, remind the audience here. But anyways, uh, let's get going and right into things. Uh, Ryan Real at Real underscore. R91 asks, who is the wagon, a.k.a. the St. Louis Blues, going to add at the trade deadline? Yeah, so um, I think I think a lot of people want to see, like, the top guys. Obviously, Chris Kreider is probably the headline name uh, that everybody's going to be after. Um, so I think his market's going to be a little bit saturated. And I feel like Armstrong's not really the type to, like, when people talk about, like, giving up prospects and giving up, first round picks like he doesn't want to make another mistake he made with ryan miller um so i feel like we'd probably more likely see some kind of like um under the radar kind of acquisition so i'm gonna go out on a limb here and say uh jesse pulley uh because he's been linked to the blues before and i feel like that'd be an interesting uh acquisition i know edmonton's been trying to throw his name around in trade talks around for a while so that's yeah, an interesting that name. Haven't heard that in one in a while, actually. A couple mm-hmm. couple months mm-hmm. now. That's what I'm saying. I've been hiding in my back pocket. Mm. I feel that. Um, t- Tommy, t- you you hungry at all? By the way, um, uh, I can eat. I'm- I can eat. You know. You know. I mean, uh, we got the we got the gauntlet coming up today. I feel like it's the it's the family pleaser versus the people pleaser. You know, it's me versus Joey. Uh, so. It is what it is. Um, but speaking of family pleasers, um, Monocle's Pizza has a combo called the Family Pleaser. It's a combo of pizza, salad, and soft drinks. Um, you can dine in, carry out, get it delivered, all that good stuff. They got pepperonis, which are fresh baked rolls filled with pepperoni, puree, and four cheeses. They got thin crust pizza, just like St. Louis's own. You know you love it. Pan pizza, the point pizza. It's one of a kind triangle pizza. They've been doing it since 1959, so they obviously know what they're doing. Um, their O'Fallon location has a brewery, including their own house amber beer, which has also been around since 1959. Um, they've got community involvement with fundraisers and reading programs, and they also um, offer online ordering through their own app and website on Grubhub. So you can get $5 off a large specialty pizza when you mention the Locked On podcast or use the online code locked on and that's limit to one pizza so definitely go check that out because that stuff is amazing mm-hmm. lovely stuff there T- talking about amazing josh you got any uh potentially amazing trade deadline tra- trade deadline acquisitions Ooh. from the blues here oh amazing trade deadline acquisitions well we had the jesse pulley prediction i like that one a lot i um thank I, you i would love to see something like that um, I mean, obviously, you have the obvious one with the Kreider and the the Pajot one. Um, 
I would I wouldn't be surprised to see them go out and get someone maybe if, if the Kreider race uh, doesn't doesn't work out for them maybe like a Tyler Toffoli <laughs> Uh, I like it. A similar, a similar, a similar player to Kreider. Um, you know, he, he's he's playing in LA. They're they're um, they're struggling as of late. They're sort of not not in their um, in in at the peak of their of their dominance anymore. Uh, so I, they're 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 looking to move someone like him. He's got four point six million dollar cap hit right now. Um, and he's a UFA at the end of this season, so I would definitely see them adding him as a as a rental for the playoffs. You know, can can never complain about more scoring, more offense. So I, I would love to see them add someone like that. Yeah, I, I agree, hundred uh, percent. Two good players right there that we touched on in uh, Puliarvi and Tafoli, uh, of course. For those that weren't listening earlier in the week, I did mention my official Blues prediction that they were going to trade for Ottawa. Ottawa's forward, J.G. Peugeot. Um, I think it's going to be a trade involving Zach Sanford and possibly a few extra pieces or, or something around there. But, uh, again, we're going to get much more in detail with all the things trade deadline here in the coming weeks. I believe we're 17 days away now from the deadline day itself. So uh, just just to answer that question, those are three names to potentially look on. But uh, to get things moving forward, uh, at the Al Wyatt one asks, is Jordan Caillou really untouchable? If the Blues window is open, might they be willing to part with the future for another shot this year? Uh, I... I, I honestly, to me, um, I do think Kyra is untouchable just because, especially seeing how Robert Thomas has panned out. That was our last, um, I think, highly touted prospect, kind of on the same level as Kyra. Um, so seeing how he's panned out um, and his confidence levels and the fact that he's been on the first line with Schwartz and Shen and just kind of fit right in, um, I think that just goes to show the potential that these young guys have. And especially with a highly touted one like Jordan Cairo, you're not going to give him up for just like a rental piece. That's just not that's not a possibility, especially in this day and age. So that's and before, my take on it. Before Josh gets to this, uh, before we get these comments that I know are coming by the word untouchable, we don't mean we're not going to trade Jordan Cairo for Connor McDavid. Yeah, we mean untouchable <laughs> as in like a realistic offer as in like Jordan Cairo and a first rounder for Chris Crowder. Which is the reported rumor? Um, we're looking along those lines of untouchable. We're not talking Sidney Crosby for Jordan Cairo. No, I would never take that. Just, just get that cleared up. Now, go ahead, Josh. What do you? That's think? well. Just to touch in real fast. I don't think that was a like that was reported in an article. I think, but it was. I think it was just speculation from the. I writers, think it was rumor. Actually, I think it was rumor yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely agree. I'm with Tommy. Uh, I think he's. Uh, He's a young piece that you can't really justify moving for, for just like a rental cost or anything like that right now, just because of the value he brings uh, and the potential he has. Like we've seen Thomas grow so so rapidly and and grow grow in his comfort level and and really dominate out there. And Kairu shown flashes as well. He's he you know again he isn't producing the points as much as you'd expect honestly from watching him but you you can tell he's a great player and and he really knows what he's doing out there and 
for a young guy, he he's he's learning the ropes, he's fitting into the system, and and he's but he, he's playing confident. You know, he he's playing into his game. He knows what he's capable of, and I don't really think that that's someone the Blues are looking to move on from right now for a for a rental for a rental piece. But I do think that they w- would look to move on from a lesser prospect, someone in the AHL, like maybe like a Clem Costin, if 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 necessary to to add to this core. Uh, for a cup run, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see something like that happen. But in terms of guys on the roster, like a Cairo or a Thomas, I, I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon. I see where both of you guys are coming from in that standpoint. I will switch things up just a tad bit, and I will say I don't think he's untouchable. Not not just to say from a rental perspective, but uh, we have this guy named Alex Petrangelo that's going to be a free agent in the offseason. So if there comes a trade, GM calling Doug Armstrong, possibly pondering something that would a add to this roster and make it better, two potentially dump some cap and free up roster space for next year, and three increase your chance of winning the Stanley Cup. I think Doug Armstrong is seriously going to listen. And if there's one thing that I really learned over the past year, and that's to not doubt Doug Armstrong. Um, I don't think it'll happen. I don't think that type of an offer is going to come the Blues away, but. Like I said, I, I think that's the only scenario in which Kyrie will be traded. I, I don't think it'll happen, but I think you guys are both on point with what you're saying. I, I see where you're coming from. I think that's a good point you made, too, about um, Petrangelo and, like, our salary and stuff. Is We haven't even really – there hasn't been a lot of talk about the Blues being potential sellers at the deadline instead of buyers. You know what I'm saying? Because they do, they do need to – uh, make some room for that Petrangelo contract in some well, way. So I would for, see that for, in the draft. Maybe. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah, fair. that could be that could be a, a reason right there for the draft for sure for a bigger deal like that. But I think maybe just for an instance, let's say they get a, a guy with some some uh, term left on his deal. I, like I, I don't got anyone on my mind at, at the second. But let's say Braden shed a few years ago. Uh, that was obviously at the draft, but at the time he had, what, three or four years left of service on his contract. Uh, but let's just say it's a Braden Shen type of a player of that caliber. Let's say they're offering him for uh, – in reality, he would go for like a, a mid-tier – or high, higher to mid-tier, like a Clem Causen, a first and a, a lower prospect, right? Well, mm-hmm. let, let's take out that mid-tier and add an elite prospect, Jordan Cairo. But you, in doing that, you're going to free some cash space up. And I'm just first name off the top of my head, throwing Alexander Steen in this five million dollar contract, just to free up some cap. You see what I'm saying? Right. So I, I don't think it would happen. I, I really don't. But I'm just spitballing here. That's the only way I could see it. But with with there being a situation like that, I don't think he would be quote unquote untouchable from that standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. That. I think I think it really depends on on the way things shape up, way whether they decide to resign Petrangelo or not, and and just all that sort of like. There's a lot of factors that go into it. Um, I think that they value Kyra pretty pretty highly. Uh, so so we we'll see. I think they'd have to be blown away in any potential trade. But uh, again, we'll, we'll see. I, I trust Doug to, Armstrong. I agree, and, I, and to be fair, I think they also. I think there is no elite to to good. In terms of ranking Jordan Kyrie and Clem Carson, I think it's like a 1A, 1B type situation. I think they're both looked on as potentially top six forwards for the Blues for years to come. All right, so speaking of 1A, 1B type situations, uh, we just got a last-second question in from intern Maddie. Uh, love you, Maddie. Thanks for thanks for uh, 
throwing one in there, throwing your hat in the ring. Um, but he asks, are you comfortable with Jake Allen making 15 starts in the second half of the season? Yes, he's been good so far this season, arguably better than Bennington all year outside of his first three games. But do you trust him to stay solid the rest of the way? What do you guys think? Um, I'd say absolutely. I, I don't think there's any reason to believe otherwise up until this point in the season. I think he's thrived in, in his role as a as a 1B type goaltender, like you said. Uh, he's he's shown that he can play really well in that in that role, uh, and he has so far this season. And I think if we continue to use him in that role and allow Bennington to sort of get get steady in the one A role, get prepared for the playoffs, I, I think there's no reason to believe that they can't maintain uh, a winning pace with that with that setup. Yeah, I agree. I think there's no reason not to believe in him at this point. Um, I really would not be shocked whatsoever if. Um, the same situation as earlier in the year occurred where Allen starts like five out of seven games in a stretch or something like that towards maybe the end of the year just to get uh, Bennington's mind straight, just get it. Not that it's, it's broken or anything, but we all know the the stress that comes with the Stanley Cup playoffs and that run. Maybe just get him straight, get him in his zone, play him the last few games of the season, get it right, and just full on force into the playoffs. But there's no reason not to believe in Jake Allen at this point. Right, yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with you guys for sure, and I think uh, like Baruby always says, like it's it's vital to have like both of these guys playing at their best abilities uh, moving forward. So I think I think Jake obviously all season long has been stellar and he's been playing best hockey we've seen from him in a long time. Um, but I think we can all agree that Jordan Bennington's capable of a little bit more. Um, so you can't really just rely entirely on Jake Allen moving forward, although he's arguably like um like maddie said the better goalie right now um we're gonna need bennington to get those wheels back under him and get the confidence that we know um get those shutouts get those highlight reel saves although he's still been making them um but yeah i i think we can all agree that we're gonna right. need both of these guys for another stanley club stanley cup Right. I, I don't think it's a knock on. I don't think it's a knock on Bennington at all. I think it's more of yeah. a kudos to Jake Allen for playing. Right. Like, yeah. Exceptional at this point. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, boys. It's time. Are you ready? <laughs> I've been ready. I was, I was born ready. <laughs> all right. All right. So, it's got a bit of a theme. Give me the theme. Give me the theme. You're gonna have to detect it through the first question. Oh my god. <laughs> all right. Number one, first question. Here we go. Bill Armstrong is the director of amateur scouting. Name one person nominated for best director at the Oscars this year. Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) Martin Scorsese. Correct. (laughs) Martin yep. Scorsese is not. I know exactly how this is gonna go. <laughs> Tommy is up one now. I pulled, dude. I pulled that one out of my ass. <laughs> all right, all right. So the theme is movies, obviously. We're just gone, all right? Um, you got ten questions. Tommy's up one zero. Some surprise, <laughs> surprise. Um, there is an uh, old NHL. There is an old action movie featuring a fight scene with an NHL mascot. Name the team with the mascot. Name the team's mascot or the movie. Iceberg. Yeah. 
Yeah, I forgot. Good. I don't even. I don't I even know this no movie. I, I watched a bar down video like two days ago, and it was, <laughs> this is the same question in there. I swear to God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As did I. I thought it was a good question. Was that where you got it from? <laughs> Josh yeah. is like, I'm, I'm taking that for sure. That is awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. the movie was the movie was God. sudden death, where ex fireman Darren McCord, who played by John Claude Van Damme, has a new job working security at a pits at the Pittsburgh Civic Arena, hoping to impress kids. He scored tickets to the Stanley Cup Finals. Under aware that the place has been taken over by a group of terrorists so at one point he fights the mascot or someone fights the mascot it's super exciting and the team's called the icebergs i don't know no, the, the mascot's the, mascot. the iceberg oh okay yeah yeah all right i might Here's have been hustling one. let's see number three so it's one one number three ryan o'reilly is a key piece for the st louis blues which famous ryan is a key piece for the deadpool franchise uh, Ryan. Oh my God! Holy crap! What's his name? <laughs> Is it? Oh um... my God! <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Oh my God! I can't yeah, believe that dude. took me so long. Yeah, Ryan <laughs> Reynolds. <laughs> Dude, I literally I almost said Ryan Gosling and I was like, wait a second, that is so wrong. Like his face popped up in my mind and I was like, I am an idiot. I had I had his face in my head and I almost said Ryan Seacrest and I caught myself <laughs> ten times. <laughs> that would have been good. That would have been good. Alright, so it's two one Tommy. Jesus. The movie nineteen seventeen is nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. How many years ago was nineteen seventeen? 103. Correct. <laughs> yeah, you have to go on that one. <laughs> Dude, those mad minutes paying off. <laughs> oh, I'll give you one, Tommy. Jesus. All right. How many balloons were featured in the movie Up? <laughs> 106. Um, you can get within. You can get within 100 of the correct answer. 220. All right. Neither of you are anywhere close. I'll give you. I'll give you another chance. I'll give you uh, a chance to revise. It's in the. It's in the ten thousands. Oh what? my god! <laughs> Fifteen thousand forty-two. Twelve thousand three hundred and thirty. The answer is ten thousand two hundred seven. Oh, awesome! This is awesome. <laughs> so I'm not gonna give out a point there. Question that. I don't think either of you, either of you earned it. Um, all right, so two one Tommy heading into question six. Miracle is perhaps the greatest hockey movie of all time. Who was the goalie on that 1980 US team? Oh my god. Uh, Jimmy Craig. Jim Craig. Correct. Jim Craig. I was hoping for a miracle question, man. Oh my god. Yes, sir. All right, so two two. All right. Num- question seven. David Perron has the most goals on the team, so he is the best at scoring. Name one movie nominated for best score at the Oscars. 1917. Correct. <laughs> I, had, I had no idea. 1917 is nominated for best score, along with Star Wars and Joker, and a few others, but I didn't list them. All right. So 3-2 Tommy. Slapshot is a comedy classic. How fast was Martin Firk's Slapshot in the AHL skills competition? 109. Correct. 
hundred. The name, the name caught me so off guard. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, me too. I thought it was gonna be like from the, the name caught shot. me so off guard. Oh like, my god. All right, I love it. I love it. Four two. Yikes, Joe! You need to come back. <laughs> there have been seven NHLers featured in the Mighty Ducks movies. Name three. Timu Solani. No. Fuck. Um. Name one. Jesus. I feel like Paul Korea was in there. Paul Korea was in there. Oh. Was it? Oh, let's go. <laughs> the other other NHLers were Wayne Gretzky, Mike Madano, Chris Chelios, Cam Neely, and Luke Robesai. We're all in the Mighty Ducks movies. Gretzky could have um, been an easy guess, but I didn't even right. think about that. Yeah, I didn't even. All right. All right, here we go. So, Tom uh, Joey is one point down. What question? Ten. Oh, boy. Alex Petrangelo's favorite movie is Remember the Titans, according to him. How much time was left in the first period when he scored in Game 7? 2.7 seconds. Oh, no, no, no. 1.3 seconds. I'll say 2.1. 1.3. The correct answer is 8 seconds. I thought it was 0.8. Oh, my God. 8 seconds. So, where goes the Tommy? You gotta go with Tommy. Nobody gets a point. And the victor is Tommy. Congratulations, Tommy. Hey, first dub, baby. Thank you. I need a, need a, I need a heavyweight belt, bro. I need one of those WWEs. Throw it on my, throw it around my waist. Give me some of those Oakley goggles that uh, Kelsey had, and somebody throw a brewski my way because I'm about to celebrate. <laughs> Congratulations, I'm devastated. Tommy. Joey, how does it feel? Not only did feel- you lose, but you lost to Tommy. It feels brutal right now. It'll feel amazing when I'm at ballpark in wheelhouse tonight. We'll, uh, we'll drink our sorrows away, celebrate the second Blues Stanley Cup championship coming up in a couple months. Oh, but, um, big word. Yeah. We'll be all right. I'll be back next week to host. And then uh, we'll see. We'll see who I get. Pick my poison. Josh, tell me. I don't know. I don't care. Bring it to me. You know, I'm undefeated after a while. It's all good. It's all good. Are you announcing? Wait, Joey, just, just to clarify here, are you announcing a fan meetup tonight? Um, If we want, sure. Let's do it. There you go. I, I don't You're here first. I sadly don't even have to announce it anymore. Every time I, I just get random people, it's it's kind of crazy at this point. But <laughs> first. Shot, shots on Joey! If you walk up to him and and you and you say you like the podcast, he'll buy you a drink. I'm not exaggerating. I probably had 35 people do it to me last weekend. Amazing! Yeah, we sleep in July. Tell him, tell the man. It's free shots, kids for your whole for your whole squad. They said it, what, and I did not. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. <laughs> dudes being dudes. Lovely, lovely. All right, bring us home, Joey. I'm not the winner. It's Tommy. Tommy's got to bring us home. Oh, bring us home with the winner's home. circle. Let's do All it. Right. True. All right. <clears throat> I would just like to thank each and every one of you for tuning into today's podcast, Locked on Blues podcast, your number one source for daily blues content, and uh, for supporting me in my times of grief. Uh, those times of grief are no more. I am victorious. So let's bask in this glory together. Um, I'll be back next week to face Josh. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe I can make it two in a row, get a streak going. Who knows? But uh, (laughs) we'll see what happens. Hold on. I got some breaking news. 
I have some breaking news to announce. JG Peugeot has just been traded to absolutely nobody. Find out next week on Locked On Blues. Tune in. Did Yikes. I get you guys? Did I get you guys? With Come the on. cliffhanger. Did I get you guys? Yikes. You did a little bit. I checked my phone. I checked my phone. I did too. It was like, whoa. All right. All right. All right you in. heard the man tune in. See you next time. Let's go Blues. Have a great weekend.